welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hey guys, I'm so excited. We have another amazing, incredible guest and uh, I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Derek is a dear friend and just an overall badass with all things Instagram and entrepreneurship. So dive into this with pens and papers and all the things. I can't wait to welcome Derek Vidal. He is an entrepreneur for the past eight years and been online for over two and a half years. He owns an e-commerce and digital digital education business, teaching entrepreneurs to grow and monetize their Instagrams effectively. As the founder of socialbamboo.com, as well as the owner of the Instagram Marketing Secrets podcast. You guys, he is absolutely amazing. And if you are struggling with Instagram, if you are struggling with the podcast things and all of the things, you definitely want to chime into this episode, but also go check him out. Without further ado, let's just dive into this and have some fun. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. We have a super special guest today and it's kind of fun. Not only is he, I think what, like the third guy that I have on the podcast, which I'm excited about, but we also know each other personally. And so I'm excited for you guys to get to know him and really hear his experience and his expertise on not only podcast themes, but Instagram and all of the really good juicy stuff. So Derek Vidal, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey in this entrepreneurship and what brought you to where you are today. Yeah, happy to be here. So um, entrepreneur journey started eight years ago and it was not online, uh, but it, was, it wasn't it was a direct sales job. So it's one of those, it's kind of like what they call an intrapreneur nowadays. Like you're able to be an Do they say that? Have you heard that before? No. Is it a new term? Intra, like an intro into entrepreneurship? No, like a, I work at a company, but I have ah. a creative side to my job and like commission based. And, uh, so, um, yeah, I, I had complete free reign over my schedule and what I did. And if I wanted to hire people or how I wanted to go about selling, I just was, using you guys, he hired me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm like, I'll just throw this out there now. Uh, but um, yeah, so I was doing sales, uh, direct face-to-face with people. Uh, pretty much won all the sales awards with that company, actually. Mm-hmm. It took me about seven and, and a half years to acquire them. And mm-hmm. uh, I really got a good feel for selling to people face-to-face, which is something that a lot of people selling online maybe don't have that experience, even though it is the same thing because one person 
is reading your content at a time. It's still the same medium of one-on-one contact, even though we like to kind of talk like, hey, everyone. Like it is just one person that is going to be reading it, right? Like you don't really write Mm -hmm. emails and say, hello, everyone. It says, hello, first name. (laughs) But uh, I kind of like to bring that to uh, online marketing and just use sales knowledge there. So then um, got into e-commerce, done Amazon FBA. I've done some drop shipping, affiliate marketing uh, blog. I, I've really at least dabbled in most forms of yeah. online entrepreneurship, but the ones that have uh, been most lucrative for me are selling through Instagram and running Facebook and Instagram ads. Um, and uh, then I started teaching it. So <laughs> um, yeah, I, I already had a good grasp on Instagram marketing before I started mm-hmm. the podcast or did anything coaching related with that. But um, just decided to uh, start laying some info out there and it, and it was uh, going pretty well. I love that. I actually love watching your journey because like I said, and as I whispered into this microphone that he hired me, <laughs> that's actually how we met. So before I even thought of this business, I mean, this was over well over three years ago, I was working my first business, as you guys know, and I was working like four part-time jobs while doing that. One of them was working with Derek. And so we've been able to have this um, relationship where I've been able to see you grow and expand in your business and you've been able to do the same. And I think it's so incredibly amazing to have these connections that just grow with you as you transform your life and your business into other things too. And so I appreciate you for being in my life and taking a chance on me at one time. And now look at where we are. Like, it's kind of amazing to look at it, look back. <laughs> yeah. Likewise. It was a very obvious hire when you came Aww. to the interview. It was like, thank she you. Can, she can do this job for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's talk about transitioning because a lot of people listening, maybe have it on their heart that hmm, maybe what I'm doing right now is not really the end all be all. Like I thought it was like, just like for me, when in my first business, I was like, this is the answer. It wasn't. And I transitioned and a lot of my clients have transitioned. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on when you knew it was time to kind of transition your business into something different and what suggestions you would have for someone when they're thinking about the same thing. Yeah. So I love talking about this. So when, when you're wanting to transition out of a job, so obviously I, I did have like free reign in my time and stuff like that, but right. I was done with that sales job because I, I was driving everywhere and it just wasn't, yeah. I wasn't passionate about it anymore. And I kind of felt like uh, a little bit capped on how much I was growing to, I was ready to, you know, do online business. So, mm-hmm. uh, it was in 2017 that I knew the next year I was going to open an e-commerce business. I didn't even know what market yet or anything like that. I was just like, I heard about Amazon FBA was the first thing that really got me going. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. So 2017, I said, this is the year that I'm going to win the last Cutco award. That that was the company that I was with. (laughs) I was like, I need to win the last award that I need to. And then 2018, January, I'm starting the company. Um, and, uh, it really did take my full focus in 2017 to just focus on that goal. But during that time I was listening to podcasts, Mm. um, and just constant information while I was driving around so that I had the information, uh, so I could get a fast start when I was ready in 2018. On top of that, I was 
Uh, I paid off all of my credit card debt in 2017. Congratulations. That's and- awesome. <laughs> so that I could acquire some more. And then we put it back on. It's okay. Yeah. But that's, Hey, that's a huge win, right? Uh-huh. Like <laughs> I is. was like, I'm gonna, before I start a new business and start working way less on my mm-hmm. job that I know pays me, I'm going to at least not have any negative. So I got rid of all my credit card debt, mm-hmm. started getting a lot of information that I would need and started the learning process and started saving money. So mm-hmm. I started the business, I don't know, like, five grand in savings, like not that much, but Mm -hmm. it was just enough to buy like our first order uh, of products. Um, But that transition, so I wanted it to be done uh, within that, that first year. So 2017, I knew I was going to start in 2018 and I I got ready financially. I got ready knowledge wise. 2018 was the transition year where I was still working that job. Basically I was working like six days a week before and I just went down to five days a week. Awesome. And then two days working on the other business. Right. So no days off. Um, I didn't really, I, I still haven't taken like a full complete day off doing nothing since like a vacation, honestly. I don't know. I'm not it's good at It's kind of hard as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Things in a day. I'm like, I might as like, just do an Instagram post, you know? I'm right. Just, like, just do something real quick. Yeah. Um, so I feel that. I want to. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm just like, ridiculous with like, I can't stop working on those days. Exactly. But, um, so I, I scaled back my days and then I increased my time on that business. And mm-hmm. at the end of 2018 was my goal to leave, but I wasn't still ready financially yet. Sure. So I, uh, 2019, I didn't, I, I was hoping to be completely done with my sales job, but I still needed to work it. And I scaled back one more, more day. So then I was working either three or four days a week on that. And then still working a lot on the other business. And I'd bring my laptop with me. Like if anyone rescheduled like in 2017 and before I'd be so mad mm. when someone rescheduled. And then when they were scheduled, <laughs> I was like, cool, I'm going to start. You're like, yes. Isn't it funny uh, how your, your mind shifts as you're in transition things, uh-huh. things start to actually start to seem like blessings that were once like <gasps> freakouts, you know? Exactly. It certainly didn't help my sales with (laughs) the sales job, but it helped me get out of it quicker. Right. um, Because you know, I was I was used to making six figures with that sales job, and I no I knowingly like, I knew that the next year, me just crushing it so hard with the e-commerce business, especially being able to pay myself, even if it would crush Mm -hmm. it. When you're buying inventory, it's rare that you have money to give yourself for at least a year. You're just rebuying right. inventory with all right. the profits that you're getting and getting the next product. And you don't pay yourself for a while. So um, I, I did have to take quite the income hit. Um, you know, I sold mm-hmm. like 230K in 2017 and I sold like 175K in 2018. And then 2019, I thought I would sell zero, but I sold 100 in 2019 and I just sold less and less and kept putting more and more time into the other business right? until finally it got to the point where I was making just enough from my online businesses or at least enough that I could pay myself that I could right. cover like basically my minimum expenses. Hmm. And then I said, time to cut the cord. So right. taking the, the leap, most, I'm yeah, going to fly. It, Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. I was taking the leap. And um, the way I like to look at it is in that 
Batman movie, uh, Dark Knight Rises, I believe, when he's coming out of that well. Do you know what I'm talking about, Brooke? I don't, are you a Batman <laughs> fan? I feel like i Oh, fan. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, I think I've seen it, but I can't, I can't say that I remember this okay. part. All right, cool. Well, basically, he's jumping. He's trying to get out of this well area. Okay. And he's trying to make this one jump and he keeps trying to do it with a rope attached to him mm. and he keep misses missing the jump and then the rope catches him mm. and he's fine. Right. And they're like, who's the only person who's got out of here? And they're like, this person did it, but they had no rope. And yes, uh, uh. he, he does it without rope where it's like, if you fail, you die. So I just kind of, yeah, I like to put myself in that position where it's just, okay, like, I'm going to put it all in. Yeah. I, I sold my whole customer base. I, emailed customers like you know i'm no longer with like i just cut it mm -hmm. and i just like i didn't give myself really a, a, a chance to go back because i was like all right yeah. minimum expenses covered and and that's how the transition happened so it does it might take a couple years of right. working non-stop to do it um fine in a way that is financially and it feels good right and i mean like it's it's one of those themes that success can happen really fast and it could take time too like timelines are not really always up to us there's always like other factors and bigger beings that have more control over that but mm -hmm. it's one of those themes that what we know is true is if you do the work it will work it's just it's just timing. And I love that you told that story because even still I think about it and three years, it's been three years that I've been in this business and I'm not necessarily where I want to be, but when I look back, oh my God, I've come a hell of a far away. And it's mm -hmm. constantly realizing that sometimes it takes a little bit of the hustle and the short-term sacrifice for the long-term gain of what we really, really want. But I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I just know so many people really have this idea of transitioning and, um, or maybe have it on their heart or they feel it in their gut that like, you know what, now's the time. Now is the time. And this is kind of the kick in the butt I needed knowing that other people do this too. But I want to talk about what is your favorite thing that you help clients with now? So the number one strategy that I use on Instagram and it, it works best for e-commerce businesses, but I am doing it right now in my coaching business too. Um, Instagram is difficult to solely rely on organic growth nowadays. Mm -hmm. it's, it's always been pay to play, um, but every app as they get into their phases of maturity become a little bit more and more when you are selling, when you're trying to sell courses to thousands of people, when you're trying to sell products to thousands of people and you're not looking for like a smaller amount of clients. So mm -hmm. that I should mention that because it does change what you do. If you're looking for like 20 clients a month, then yeah, you're going to do different strategies. Right. Um, but running giveaways on mm. Instagram has been the strategy that has worked best for me because when I run a giveaway, like, try, like everyone's tried them. Um, and it's sure. rare that I see them done. Right. So, and you're talking about the giveaways where it's like, follow each person in the thread. And then like, you have to comment on it when you're done or something. Essentially. But that's one that like, people don't really like to like follow these 35 people. I know it's so know? frustrating. Okay. So tell us about the giveaway and what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So the first entry step is very low barrier. So it's going to be like, like this post, tag two friends that blank, not okay. tag two friends, tag two friends that are my targeted people that I'm looking for. Right. So and this is your giveaway that you're putting on yourself. So like you're doing like a little like, Hey, I'm going to give away either coaching or like an item or something that you're doing personally. I love Correct. that. Okay. Correct. Cool. The reason why is because 
when we do marketing nowadays, you could, you can like do Facebook advertising and type in like interested in, let's say I'm selling a basketball. Okay. Interested okay. in basketball. Yeah. Or if I do a giveaway for a basketball, the people who enter are saying, I want a basketball, not like I, like they want that exact same Thing. product. They're not mm -hmm. just interested in that market. You want right. to enter for coaching calls. I know you at least want coaching calls for free and it gains people who are targeted around your offer rather than who are just targeted around your market. Right. So, so that's why it gets really targeted people. Now, what we do then is, so the giveaway, they tag two entrepreneurs, tag mm -hmm. two whatever that would resemble your client, then um, enter th follow and enter through the link in the bio. In the mm. bio is an email opt-in. Right. Okay. So the first entry, they have to follow you, just you, not anyone mm -hmm. else. This is a solo giveaway. I've run them with partner accounts and they don't work as well. Just yeah. you. F follow you, enter through the link in bio, name and email. Then okay. on the next page, it says, gain additional entries, subscribe to my YouTube, comment mm -hmm. on my YouTube, join my Facebook group, download my guide, follow me on Spotify, review my podcast. I don't do like 30 things. I just pick like, so I the just- main things. But yeah. The things that my business needs to grow on that time. Mm -hmm. so that I'm running paid traffic to collecting emails and then I'm also gaining them everywhere else. Okay. So you're doing an ad to the giveaway. Mm -hmm. And Which then, is the simplest ad ever because it's just yeah. to win this thing. You don't have to like yeah. be good at copy. Right. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you don't have to be good at it. It's so easy. No, I love that. Uh -huh. That's so awesome. Well, no, and I love this because I do giveaways all the time actually in my Facebook group. And I never really thought about doing it on Instagram or doing it as an ad, but I do it all the time where the requirement is um, they do one, whatever that is, whatever I make the requirement. And then from there, they get like five points for if they leave me a review on my podcast or if they leave me a review on my business page or if they leave me a review on LinkedIn because maybe one day I'll use LinkedIn. Um, or if they leave me, I, like in the future, I'll probably do YouTube. I'll probably do a huge YouTube giveaway to where mm -hmm, they go subscribe mm -hmm. and leave a review. Mm -hmm. But how fun. I mean, I think I used a program once called like Kane Sumo, I want to say, for a giveaway okay. where it was, you were able to add on, here's the extra way you can earn points. The extra entries. Cool. Yeah. What do you yeah, use I to know. do that? I, I use Rewards Fuel. I've used Rewards three different Fuel. Program, programs okay. at this point. Not that one though, but that one is winning of the three that I've used. Cool. I love that. Cause mm -hmm. basically you've had some massive growth in your business growth that a lot of people really want to see. And what we talked about before we hit record is that you had over 7,000 followers in the last three months. So I would mm -hmm. love for you to give us some really big tips on how, um, you know, everybody listening, how we can grow our Instagram and how we can really scale that for business. So there's two components to gaining followers. There's profile visits and then there's your follower conversion ratio. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we have to set up is the follower conversion ratio, which is when people come over to my account, what percentage chance do they follow me? And this is a number mm -hmm. that I encourage people to track and go check. So you just look in your insights and see profile visits over a certain amount of time versus the amount of followers you got over that certain amount of time. And the number is right. just barely skewed because people who already follow you, if they profile visit, it can sure. throw it off. But if that number is over 10%, mm. you're usually pretty good. Okay. Because like if you convert 2%, then it doesn't, and you pay for a thousand people to come to your account, like, you know, you can pay for those same thousand people and convert higher. And it's just, that's the only way to make it actually worth yeah. your money. So 
what goes into um, profile conversion or, or follower conversion ratio? The, the main factors are going to be um, your bio. So your bio should not just tell people um, like what city you live in and, and just, it, it's not as much like dog of lover. A, it's not a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not like a LinkedIn description. Right. right. It's not, it's not a, it shouldn't look like a Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, no, sure. for sure. <laughs> Hiking. Serious. Uh, um, it, it should, a factor that it needs to have is something that not only tells what you do, but also establishes your credibility. So you mm. want some kind of credibility statement, especially as a coach. Can you give an example of that? Like what would that yes. look like? So for me, one of my credibility statements is the top rated Instagram podcast. Mm. So yeah. top rated premiere, you know, um, if you have been on Forbes, then yeah, use that. But everyone right. has something, even if it's uh online coach for three years. I've helped hundreds of Instagram accounts in every market. Like you want these little one sentence brand statements that you can do. Uh, another one is I just say founder of socialbamboo.com. And a lot of you probably own a website out there. Mm -hmm. And because it's like, oh, it, there's no people on it. You might not say it, but like if you just say but I'm the founder of this website. Right. They're like, they kind oh. of just like, or even like author. I think that when you say like you're an author, author like, well, obviously mm -hmm. if you are, you, I mean, if you're not an author, then let's not say that. But if you are a published author, being able to be like author of da, 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 da that's a great way of credibility as well. Mm -hmm. Um, this is getting me thinking. I'm like, oh my gosh, is mine showing up credibility? I know. I think I have like food stamps to six figures. Um, and I was like, I feel like that cool. in a way shows credibility of, Hey, this is what I've been able to achieve. But then it's like, I was like, this is fascinating, you know, to really think about it. Okay. So we have to look at our insights and check out what is the profile to follow percentage. And we can look mm -hmm. that up. And then that way, mm -hmm. when we run ads, we can understand, Hey, this is like the, the potential amount that I would receive when doing so. Okay. I think there's plenty of people that will see your ad and then go to your account to just be like, this is a cool ad. Now let me go yeah. check their credibility. Check them out. A hundred percent. Okay. So was that the second thing then was the credibility, making sure your bio and everything. So yeah, that, that goes with the bio. Okay. Um, perfect. And, and the one more thing I'll say to that, because I really like to explain like the full psychology of why this works, because I love it. I believe that makes people actually do it and, yes. and do it correctly. Is that if I just put Instagram marketing tips, usually mm. people only follow one to three accounts that serve the same purpose. Okay. Mm. So, uh, and for me, like I would think that most people who follow me for Instagram marketing information probably don't follow like anyone else. Uh, and, and that's kind of how I want it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you also got to know, like, there's only so much Instagram marketing material they want on their feed. So you might be the only one. So you do want to put, that's why the credibility has to make you stand out um, as someone special in your niche. Cause you're probably going to be one of the few accounts they follow. Um, right. so the next thing that they're going to look at is going to be, uh, subconsciously at least the color theme or just the organization of your feed yeah. as a whole. So my last post on IGM secrets was actually about the five different account templates, uh, that 
usually convert higher followers out there. And like, those would be like a lot of people know, like the checkerboard, the, the one where it's like you do three posts that have some kind of matching theme uh, mm-hmm. or maybe those three photos combine together to make something mm-hmm. cool on your collage. And uh, with that, I will say the only time you should ever do one of those collage photos where it looks cool on the feed is as if the individual posts also look cool too. Otherwise, if you post six, like one sixth pictures that all look stupid on a feed and don't mm-hmm. get likes, then you just posted six posts in a row that don't get likes and that kills your engagement, even though it looks cool on your feed. Yeah. Does that makes sense? Yeah. I think that that's because aesthetically people want, and that's part of your brand, right? So aesthetically people want um, to dive into something that looks good. And so I, yeah, I do like kind of like a, I guess a grid, if you will. I think I have a kind of like a grid going, but that is really mm-hmm. important just on, on a um, artistic level too. So um, I love that tip. That's, I think these are actually going to completely transform people's Instagrams, to be honest, if we could go look at that and make sure, Hey, is this actually in a converting standpoint? It was such a huge difference because there is a, a lot of how I gained the 7,000 followers of the last three months was leveraging bigger accounts in my industry and, and just right. paying for shout outs, but paying for shout outs yeah. only works if they come over to my account and follow me because they're not like they can't make their followers follow me. Yeah. They can just shout me out. How do you then, like bring that up to someone to do a shout out like that? Like how do you pitch yourself for that? Um, it's, it's really easy, especially in the entrepreneur market. Oh my, this is the, the cheapest traffic on online nowadays, honestly. There are so many entrepreneur accounts. As soon as you do one, You'll never stop getting hit up from all of them asking you if you want a paid promotion, by the way. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) These are not influencers that I'm talking to. Okay. They're not based to the brand influencers. They're content pages like, hey, Elon Musk quote. Oh, Steve Jobs quote. Mm. Like Just infographic, like 120K, 300K followers. And they're like, it's $10 to post. Okay. It's just like so cheap. Right. um, There's there's different kinds of packages out there. My favorite package, however, it is also the one that you're probably going to ha- have a much higher scam rate out there is one where they say it's this much money for this many followers. We'll shout mm. you out until you get that many followers. Those people are going to be more likely to then send fake followers over to your account to get to you to your number quicker. Right. So you do want to be careful with this process. Right. Um, but there was like one person that I talked to that like he does like a video call with you first and talks to you and shows you exactly how everything works. So cool. It's something that you can uh you want to be careful with. Um but that's where a lot of the traffic came from at a cheap rate of people just saying go follow me. Um it's not I, I do run paid ads obviously but when it's just I'm just trying to get more followers through shout outs than mm-hmm. paying content pages in your industry. And they exist in every single market. Um, but in the entrepreneur one, there's a plethora and it has made the competition so fierce that the pricing has gone down so cheap. So big opportunity for like literally any coach, just try to find one of those pages that maybe posts things that are more in line with your brand. So you know what kind of followers, like yeah. you can tell what kind of followers they have by looking at their content. Sure. And how would you like go about searching that? So like, what would you search for in the search bar? Yeah. So 
if you you can do it uh, one of two ways. So you can type in, I can go on like general hashtag entrepreneur and then just look at the top trending posts. And then with those, those top nine people, probably one of them is one of those massive accounts who posts all the time and just posts quotes mm, most yeah. likely. And then you can mm-hmm. just follow them back through the hashtag there. Otherwise you're just going to type in some other kind of keyword and under accounts like for in Instagram business, I could type in motivation. It would be like motivated millionaire, you know, all of those kind of pages right. um, in health and wellness. It might be, you know, you're just going to type in some of your keywords and you'll okay. find them within like 10. Minutes. Yeah. That's a great Avenue. And it's something that I actually heard from someone, you know, recently too, like actually doing that as well. And I think that a lot of people, especially in the entrepreneur world, they hear things, they hear things, but they're like, well, how do I actually do that? Why, what do yeah. I do to kind of get my foot in the door to be able to have the opportunity in the first place? Um, yeah. Oh, I think that's a great suggestion. Their accounts, mm-hmm. when you see their accounts in their bio, it will say DM for promotions nine times out of 10. Got it. Okay, perfect, perfect. I mm-hmm. love that. What mm-hmm. great suggestions. Absolutely. So I know you have um, years of experience with entrepreneurship as well as with sales. And I would love to kind of hear um, some top sales tips that you have and that we can dive into those too. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback off of the giveaway where the sale part comes in and then I'm going to go more sales (laughs) tips for coaching um, specifically. So with the giveaway, the other reason why it works so well is if you have a thousand people enter, that means you have 999 losers who wanted to win (laughs) that day. They wanted to win so bad. So I always end the giveaway with this person won. Mm -hmm. everyone else you get a discount if you check out this week, whatever it is, just right. some kind of special offer, but you, but they're so targeted and right. Or a free they, call, right? So if, if some people who are listening are like, Oh, I want to get more calls in my books. Yeah. Oh, Hey, well this person won. However, if you're looking for support in X book, a free call with me here. Boom. Yeah, yep, exactly. Just, just whatever the next part of your sales process is, Love is, it. is move them there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or directly just give them a discount to what you want to sell. Yeah. And even well, if that call is free, typically they'll be like, Oh, I still won. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like I still um, won. This is amazing. Yeah. So I did a just, giveaway recently. This is actually really funny. Um, I did it wrong. I was actually part of a virtual summit and it was like, you're supposed to pick the number of winners. And then all of a sudden I was getting all these emails about all these people who won. And I had all these emails coming in. They started like, I said, I won. Da, 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 da. And, um, and they were like, what did I win? And I was like, it was just a training. And I was so confused, but it was a great way to get the leads uh-huh. warm. Uh-huh. So even if you have multiple winners, it's a great way to get people excited of, oh, I won something. Now what, what's the next step? And so then mm-hmm. I just gave them a plethora of here's some free trainings. PS, if you're looking for extra support, let's book a call together. Uh-huh. Um, so I well, love it's that. Just a general sales tip is mm-hmm. when people feel like they earned their discount, mm-hmm. then they feel like, ha, I got that salesman. But most salesmen just say, yeah, it's 50% off. But, but don't say why for, for them. And that was like one of the benefits of like, when you're selling to people in person, you can Mm. get that, you know what? I really like you guys. I like, I would just, I just want to work with you. So I'm okay. Like, don't tell if my buddy comes back to the booth, don't tell him I gave you this price, but right. And then then they're like, Oh my God, we screwed that guy over. And they love it. Right. Even if the, every person got that same discount, but you can just just give it to them in that way. And there's nothing unethical about it because that's right. just 
um, you know, literally just, this is why you're getting the discount from mm -hmm. me. The last people got it because they weren't mm -hmm. buying. <laughs> um, but uh, no, so, um, so in coaching, one of the ways that I might let people earn a discount is mm -hmm. if anyone is ever price haggling with you. Now there's certainly a level of just most people, you should just hold to your price and don't play that game. Mm -hmm. If I'm ever in a position where I may want to give some discount, I'm going to say, you have to give me a testimonial mm -hmm. is the only way I'll do, do this price or just do something right in there. If you, if you do this, I'll do this thing that you want. If you do well, this that's thing a, that I want, the law I'll of reciprocity, right? So it's like the law of reciprocity is a, on a subconscious level, like psych psychologically, if I give you something, you are inclined to want to give me something back. Mm -hmm. And so it actually works really well on both avenues. So this makes complete sense. I love it. Yeah. So it's like, even though the same sales psychologies might be happening, but a poor salesman won't realize it and then mm -hmm. won't frame it to the customer mm -hmm. in the right way. So mm -hmm. usually salesmanship, building value and customer service, especially is a matter of framing things, um, in, in the right way, right? Like a customer calls you with a problem mm -hmm. and a bad customer service person is like, I am so sorry, sir. You know, and then like someone good is like, Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Oh, it's not even a problem. I didn't even know. You know, so mm -hmm. it really is being able to frame stuff. Um, as far as uh, more sales information goes, um, I think the biggest problem people have is uh, either being okay, asking for the order and like doing it confidently and then handling objections confidently mm -hmm. um, and pursuing the sale. Uh, yeah. So the, the thing that's hard as a new coach no matter how convict, how good of a salesman you are, you have to have, like your conviction has to be, it doesn't transfer over from each thing that you sell. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, it took me like a while before I loved selling, you know, knives so much that I was mm -hmm. just like, if you don't buy these knives, you're an idiot. You know, right. like, leave it to my core. <laughs> yeah. Leave it to my core. I could always pursue the sale and handle objections purely because I'm trying to help you because you're right. stupid right now. <laughs> but in coaching, especially when yeah. you're brand new and you're selling mm -hmm. your own product that you created, that you only have so many testimonials on right now. And you're like, it worked for me and it worked for these people. I guess I'm not sure if it works for hundred percent of people. Right. There like that, that fraud voice. syndrome and like that uh -huh. imposter, like, Ooh, can I really do this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Um, it doesn't necessarily just uh, either you have it or you don't, you're, you just have different levels. Levels, of it. right. Um, so it could be like real subconscious, mm -hmm. but like until you've sold a lot of your coaching program and just gotten testimonial after testimonial and you're like, holy crap, mm -hmm. more people need to buy this and you have that mm -hmm. natural conviction, um, handling objections is difficult. So I do throw that out there because it is a process that you can get active at mm -hmm. through you know, as I'm sure most of your listeners are pretty well aware of just using affirmations and things like that. So make yeah. sure before your sales calls, you're reminding yourself, yes. okay, think about Billy, like Billy, I got, he I taught him this and he would have yeah. never done this if he'd never signed right. up. And you, I you love that. Having yeah. your client wins. That's a great idea. Actually having yeah. like all of your client wins are all of the successes that you've had. Cause people don't realize like, like I, what I always say, I am my best client. 
I am my best client. Like I am my best testimonial. And so like you are part of this as well. So having your wins and your client wins like on a list of paper, but I'm going to add to this like briefly what I yeah, always yeah. say too. as soon as I'm about to get on a sales call, like I'm so excited to sign this client. Like I'm signing a client today. Like I'm signing a client today. I'm so excited to serve this person and, and feeling uh -huh. that gratitude and that excitement for like, Oh, this is happening. Like, of course it is. Um, and I can't wait for that person to say yes, you know, having that energy too. Cause you're right. I mean, this is, I mean, a lot of what I talk about is that confidence behind it, but like it's a certainty and it's conviction of this thing's going to change your life. Do you want it or not? And it right. does take a level of belief in your product and in your ability to kind of get to that conviction level. Yeah. It is the certainty. Like you said, mm -hmm. like one of my favorite Tony Robbins quotes, or I don't know if he stole this from somewhere else, but, <laughs> uh, it says it, where there is rapport, whoever is most certain will always influence the other mm. and, and rapport is yeah. pretty natural. Like it's usually not that hard. Uh, most of you listening, I have your coaches probably have no problem building uh, right. rapport with people. Um, so then it's just kind of, uh, it comes down to that, the certainty mm -hmm. uh, and what everyone loves to learn when it comes down to like, when they ask, how do I handle objections better? Everyone wants that. Now I understand that you feel insert <laughs> their objection here, but like they want the script, mm -hmm. but you can have the most perfect script. And if you don't have like the, you're not saying it correctly, which comes right. from your mentality of what you're selling and everything like that, right. it won't come across right. So um, know that that's usually at the root of it is if you're not like excited for them that they're signing up and just knowing that you're going to over deliver. And like, even if they weren't happy with the program, like, Hey, maybe you, you, God forbid do a refund, but more likely you're just going to make it right. If right. they have any issue, you're going to make it right. So don't, don't feel bad, mm -hmm. you know, getting them signed up. They, yeah. And a lot of this takes practice, right? And it takes like it, I, confidence is a learnable skill and you can get confident in anything you do. It's just, it starts with deciding that, Hey, I'm doing this on purpose and I am so excited about how I get to serve people and how I get to transform someone's life. And this is actually a shift I made in my business recently is this idea of, Hmm, here's my offer. And I've packaged my offers. I'm gonna be honest with you guys to where I'm like, I'm literally to that point of like, you're not going to buy this. Okay. That's fine. But that's silly. Like, okay, sure. Like go do your own thing. Like, I love you. Listen to the podcast. Hey now, but I literally have packaged my offer to be like, this is the best thing on the planet. And I've done that for multiple reasons. One, because of the knowledge I have and the experience I have and the experiences I had with other programs that I purchased in the past or other offers I purchased in the past. Um, make, I wanted to make this the best thing out there. But two, also for me and my certainty level. So you can almost um, double play this with how you package your, ooh, with how you package your offer in a way that you're like, Oh yeah, this is the best. This is the best. Uh-huh. Um, I love that. Yeah, totally. You want it to be <laughs> you want to package your offer in a way that you feel like yeah. weird when here's my offer. Buy. It's up to you if you say yes or not. But I'm gonna teach uh -huh. you the tools. Like this is what I tell people, because this is the truth. I'm gonna teach you the tools that you can make money in your business for the rest of your life. Do you want them? That's up to you. Right. So, um, okay. This podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So can you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle and when you did, you just felt victorious. I, I, I got to stick with my number one answer here. I was like, all right, do I, oh, do I have a new answer? Cause it's been a few years, but <laughs> Brooke, you were with, were you with me during the Rolex year? 
I think so. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think you, you kind of left like at the end of it mm-hmm. and then, okay. Cause yeah, you and Madeline. I have an engraved knife yes. um, from you. So okay. is that okay. the year? <laughs> cool. Yes, it is. It is. So that was like the main thing that I needed to win. So that was my year that I said at the end of this year, I'm going to scale back and I'm going to stop doing this job and transition out. Yeah. So this is last year I can win this award. Mm-hmm. I had to sell 225,000 in a year. And it was October and I was at 168,000. Mm. And so I was like 60,000 away. My biggest month in those like five years that I had been with the company at that time was 22,000. Mm-hmm. So I had to string together two $30,000 months right. in order to hit this goal. So I had to do $8,000 more in a month than I ever had before twice in a row mm. to win this goal. Otherwise the next year, they were moving that award from 225 to 250 oh. and I was starting my other company. So and I you're was like, like, if you don't win it this year, you have zero <laughs> chance of winning it. Like it's, and then they've bumped now it's 300. Wow. <laughs> um, so th- that was the yeah. last year that it was at that rate. So I wow. knew this, like it has to be done. And they're like, I, I don't know if you've ever heard like decision, the root of it, Desi means mm. to cut off. So when you're making a decision, you're cutting off all other options from being possible. And it's easier said than done to truly believe this versus to just tell yourself that. Mm. But what I was able to do is I said, when I'm looking at my goal like this, it seems like I haven't done it before and it would be extremely difficult. When I look at my biggest month was 22,000. However, I did say, well, what's my biggest week ever? And it was like uh, 10 or 11,000. Mm. So I said, okay, well, my, my biggest week was 10,000. There's four weeks in a month. That's 40,000 right there. Mm-hmm. So I only need to do three quarters of that. So ne- it's very easy to convince your mind that it can do something it has already done before. Yes. It is hard to do it when you're looking at it in a way that it looks like it hasn't done it before. Right. So usually something that you haven't done before is a series of events uh playing out uh, of events that you have done before but playing out like back to back right like a big week over and over so i'm like all right i have done a ten thousand dollar week so if all i did like the rest of the year if i did like three ten thousand dollar weeks that would bring me down here and I, i basically i just played with the numbers enough until i got to a point where like i believed it as like this is a decision this is as long as i get home at 9 p.m and like you know what, make that one more call, like get your emails ready, get, respond to whatever, like mm-hmm. learn, don't stop. Just do not stop until the end of this. And I, and I've got a chance and, uh, and I did hit the goal. So like I That's hit awesome. like 226,000, um, on like December 24th, I think. And the year ended on the 26th. So That's but awesome. I knew I was going to hit it the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. Um, but it it was, uh, it was really big for just breaking my whole belief system Mm. on, I can do what I set my mind to. Mm -hmm. And I think every single person in the world needs to give themselves that story. Like everyone has everyone else's success story that they can think they understand never give up from, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you have to, you have to learn, never give up from your own experience to really understand yeah. how the universe rewards that. 
I love that you actually broke it down to where you're like, okay, well, how can I actually show myself this is possible? And uh-huh. right. And that's, you shifted your focus instead of focusing on why this probably won't happen or why, um, the chances are slim. You focus on, okay, well, how can this happen? And I think that is an incredible shift for people to kind of close out this episode too. So, um, this has been awesome. I know people are probably like writing notes. They're like, Oh my God, I got to listen to this again. When I get home, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you and learn more from you? Yeah. So, uh, whenever I come on a podcast, usually the audience is so diverse, uh, that I would like to help you specifically. And, um, every Instagram account has their own unique issues or problems or reason why your hashtags aren't working or there's some reason mm-hmm. why you're not getting followers. And sometimes my little tips of like your color schemes off, like they're like, you're like, that's it. But mm-hmm. it's usually a more complicated answer. So what I like to do um, is if anyone DMs me at IGM secrets and just say that you heard uh, me on Brooks podcast, I'll give you uh, a, an account analysis and I'll tell you Uh, a quick audit of some things that your specific account is maybe doing wrong or things that you should adjust um, to do well. And then uh, just get a quick introduction to you. Yeah. I'm like, I might take him up on that too. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Derek, this has been awesome. 50 bucks for me. It's free for you guys. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. This has been awesome. And I know that um, my audience is just going to see so much value in this. I'm glad I could help. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.